0: Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey, everybody. I wanted to record a short podcast today. I was just literally had no plan to record this podcast, and I was... So let me, let me even just give you the context. You guys know that I love to go on walks. I mean, it's like not that hard of a thing for me to hit 20,000 steps in a day on my Fitbit and I'm not really trying just because like it's my, that and journaling are like my processing modes and you know, what else is there to do these days? So I listen to a lot of podcasts and I think a lot, right? Because I'm a highly sensitive person and I'm doing a lot of internal processing all the time, probably like you are too. Um, And... I was listening to this one podcast I really enjoy called The Cure for Chronic Pain by Nicole Sachs. And um, Nicole Sachs is a therapist, and she um, is also somebody who's an expert in what's called um, mind-body syndrome, which is for her, a lot of people who are possibly experiencing chronic pain that doesn't seem to have any medical root that any professionals can detect, Um she, and a lot of other specialists, but in the way she talks about it, it, she she knows that there's an emotional root to it. And so she has a process where she takes people um through like a journaling process and a meditation process and like some other work to get at the emotional roots of the physical pain. And it helps them recover from it. Um, It's a whole, I could even do like a whole other podcast on that and how fascinating I find that. I'm not somebody who suffers from chronic pain. So it's not something that I listen to for my own personal edification. It's just you know, I'm interested in everything and particularly like in holistic approaches to healing. So it's fascinating to me. Anyways, she had this woman on in one of her recent podcasts and she was talking, um, this woman is close to 60. And so she was talking about her experience with this work and in, um, doing the emotional work and the physical healing work and everything. And she referenced in her process that she, Started this work and she got really depressed for like two months, and and I and Nicole, I don't know Nicole, so I'm just gonna call her Nicole, like she's my friend or something. <laughs> she was like, "Yep," and I was like, "Yep," and like this is the this is the thing. Okay, so there's a couple things I wanted to say today. When you truly start the work of awakening and getting in tr- touch with your authentic self. It often feels awful and you will often go through periods of depression and grief. Um, and that's normal and it often has to happen also. And it sucks, Like, but it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. So I wanted to put that out there to offer this to folks because I see this a lot when clients start working with me. They think that they, they're working with a coach or if it's another therapist or whoever – That's Then everything's on the upswing from there (laughs) and everything will be fine and they should be feeling better all the time, right? And what I want to offer is that it is then – you know how we've been tricked into thinking like our adult lives are like one, like, you know – I don't know how graphs work. I was almost failed calculus, but like, you know, we think it's like that one graph that goes upwards, upwards, upwards all the time. And that's like how human life works. I think people think that's how healing works too. But the reality is, is that healing and getting to know yourself and sort of this emotional recovery process almost, usually there's a significant dip at at some point, possibly even relatively early on and sometimes throughout. So this woman was describing it um and recognizing that that it felt awful in the morning and she kept the faith of her work going anyways. She kept doing her assignments, her journaling, her self-exploration, her presence, she kept showing up for herself and you know and after a period of a couple of months the the depression that she was experiencing passed. And now she's a human, of course, like and she still has ups and downs and she still feels sad and happy and angry and joyful and all the things, right? But what the the way that she and Nicole were talking on this podcast really, really resonated with me because then what Nicole said, she paused in that podcast and she said, everybody thinks you've been walking in this forest for decades of your life. And it's kind of like this dark, scary forest and you don't really know the path, but you don't know anything else. So you think... The only thing is, is this forest and maybe it's been 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. And you think once you realize you're in the forest, you think it's only going to take like two days to get out of the forest, (laughs) but you've been walking it for decades, right? You're pretty deep in the forest at this point. The path back out is going to be hard. It just is. It's going to be painful and it's going to be emotional and you're going to fall down and you're going to be scared, And it's going to take longer than you want, right? And it also doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong or that you're not on the right path, okay? So I I see, again, I see this. And so I've just offered this to any, any of you, those of you who are my clients or thinking about becoming my clients or those of you who are on your own healing path, that this is a normal thing that happens. And, you know, one reason that it happens is when you kind of, you know, you're walking the path back out and that's scary alone, but you're also in touch with emotions that you haven't allowed yourself to feel for decades. Right. And they're coming to the surface. And you know, the process that I or the analogy that I often use is it's like, a, it's like a drain, like your sink drain. And you finally got the bravery to pull, like do the little like declogger stick or whatever. And the things you're pulling out like are awful, <laughs> like awful and you don't want to see them but like if the drain's gonna get clear you have to keep pulling those things out they come they somehow seem to keep coming and you're like how old is this hair even and what else is there? I don't want to see it. But it all has to come to the surface, right? It all has to come to the surface when you're ready to to look at it. And so the reality is is that healing and and connecting with your authentic self is often just it's just often like a fucking awful painful process and it is the path to freedom anyways and you can have faith that in those moments when it feels awful that it's not going it's also just not going to last forever okay and so it's step in front of step in front of step all right the other thing that I was really thinking about when I was listening to that podcast and kind of just been thinking about this regardless you don't have to (laughs) you don't have to have figured it all out to start having the things that you want to have in your life too. Okay. So, you know, I, I coach and teach primarily sensitive women, sensitive people. I mean, I would be happy to teach sensitive men. There must be some of you out there listening. I just have never really had them reach out. Um, but there is a very I, I teach in a lot of subjects. I teach in dating. I teach in, I'm sorry, I teach in business, um, general life coaching, right? Like, and what I see so much is a sense that like, okay, well, when I figured this shit out, then I can do the thing. So when I resolve my self-worth issues, then I can start dating again. Or when I get better at setting goals, then I can start my business. And I just think this is an incredibly, it's just, that's not true. It's a fallacy, right? You can start those things right now. There is no, you do not have to wait to start your beautiful life. Okay. You don't have to wait to feel like you're healed or like you're perfect or like you figured everything out in order to have a gorgeous life and and start beginning the process of these things. Right. I mean, so many of us I know also are perfectionists and so we're often thinking, okay, we have to have, we have to have this before that, right? Like this is like the thing that we need to do before we're allowed to have this other thing. But I really, really want you to know that you can do anything you want right now, right? You don't have to have you know, you don't have to look any sort of way. You don't have to be any sort of way. You don't have to have figured anything out. You don't have to have healed an issue. You don't have to do anything to begin, right? Like you don't have to be anything or do anything or have have it all together to begin, right? Like so many of us are self-deniers. Um, we want to wait until the thing seems perfect before we begin or until we get that thing. And so the second message I want to I wanna let you have tonight is simply that you don't have to have the thing to get the thing. You don't have to be the thing to start the thing, okay? You don't have to imagine a point on the road ahead that you arrive at before the rest of the stuff starts. This is your life right now, right now, okay? You know, a lot of people I think are like, okay, well, when COVID is over, then I will. And I'm like, no, right now, you start your business now. You start dating right now. You can do it. This is your life. There is not, you know, it's fine if you need to take a pause for like self-care and burnout and health like that. Okay. That's not what I'm saying, but this is it right now. Okay. There is no later <laughs> and you deserve to have all of the things. It doesn't matter if you feel flawed or unworthy or, you that you're not complete yet, or you need to figure some other shit out. You don't need to wait for that stuff to come together before you begin going after the things that are important to you. Because let me tell you, as somebody who's 41 and, you know, waited a long time before going after the things she wanted, you're going to have different things later. (laughs) So there's always going to be things. Okay. You're going to have your now problems and you're going to have your later problems so there's always going to be problems. There's always going to be parts of yourself that you don't like or do you want to work on, okay? And they're just not that important. They're just not that important to figure out before you start the doing of your life. So, that's kind of kind of a little bit of a random podcast admittedly and you know, I'm on a recording on a Friday night and I'm feeling a little loopy after a long week, but that's the message I want to leave you with. If you start doing this work and it feels awful, that's part of the process and it's normal and it won't last forever. It's inevitable, okay? It, it's actually a sign that you're truly actually really doing the work, okay? And two, you don't need to you don't need to wait to start, okay? You don't need to wait to start. you don't need to wait to be or feel a certain thing to start. So I hope that gives you a little a little courage this week ahead, sending you lots of love. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at katherineandrews and find out more about the Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at KatherineDAndrews.com. Have a great day ahead.